Thanks for listening to season one of our First Door on the Left podcast. I'm John, and I've loved and played music now for over three decades. My son Paul and I want to invite you to join us on our journey of music. We're here to gain perspective, to encourage, and to be encouraged, to inspire, and to be inspired. Let's grow together. Hello, welcome to First Door on the Left. Um, we are here to talk about music, yeah. and I'm John, and I've got my son Paul here with me. Paul, Hello. how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. You're doing good. Well, good. We just yeah. actually finished recording uh, last week's episode, and yeah. so we're we're trying to knock some out today and yeah. uh, stay ahead of the curve a little bit. Um, if you uh, if you like listening to us, um, please let us know. And the best way you can let us know is to subscribe. And we yeah. are on Anchor.fm. If you prefer listening through a browser, uh, we're also on Spotify, Google Play, or Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. If you prefer to listen through an app, I think there's apps for all of those. I know there is for Spotify and and um, Apple. Apple, but not sure about Google. I'm sure there is. There must be. Yeah. Right? There must be. There's an app for everything these days. Um, but anyway, uh, we are kind of. Uh, a lot of times we'll kind of have a nice script drawn out and that sort of thing. And we will, um, we will have a big plan in place. We don't have that today for this particular episode. We're just going to be talking. We're going to be talking. And actually, I would say that I'm going to be interviewing you today, Paul. Because, <laughs> because you, you kind of have had an experience the other day that yeah. I think I've taken for granted um, but now you've had that experience, and I just want to talk to you about it. So I can't, um, I can't remember the name of the shop, but, um, but we went to a shop, and it was kind of a cool experience. And maybe, was that a first for you? I think so. Yeah, so that was a first for you. You're, you're 12 right now. Yeah. And so I've failed as a parent, um, but part of that's <laughs> not my fault because... Um, first of all, let me, let me give a shout out to, uh, it's a, it's a store that's not around in our area anymore. I think there's a restaurant there now or something, but we were just down, um, and there there was a shop called town and campus records that it was just a cool spot to go to. And the guy, the guy that was always there, the guy that I always saw when I went there, he knew that you, you could ask him anything and he just knew. And he knew about just about every artist. It's like uh, it was a record shop, and obviously they sold tapes and and, and LPs and and CDs as well. Um, but um, yeah, he it, it was like he had listening he had listened to everything that that was in the shop. And so if you ask him a question, he would he would and and maybe it's possible he was just making it up. But but it seemed like he was pretty knowledgeable about just about everything. So. Um, in this digital age that we are in, uh, we have taken for granted um, the beauty of just being able to walk into a shop and browse and look at music and listen to music and and gear and and touch the physical albums and um, yeah, we've lost that. And and I've actually thought before I've thought a lot about one of my favorite things when I used to buy CDs. Uh, so that's kind of my generation. I was, yeah, I had some tapes, but I have a ton of CDs, um, way too many. And, and at our last like 50 yard sales, I've been trying to get rid of some of those, but, 
they're impossible to get rid of. Like you can't give them yeah. away. But um, it's kind of sad. But anyway, I have a lot invested, <laughs> and uh, it's not an investment because they have certainly depreciated for the most part. Um, but um, one of my favorite things about um, buying CDs and tapes was the the jacket inside the the paper that was right inside the cover it served as the cover but there was usually like um now some artists weren't as much into it but you you know you might get the cover and you might get like one page you could turn but there were other albums that were like they they would include all of the lyrics or they would include pictures from the studio or from their tours or whatever And there were just pages after pages after pages. Like you got to, you got the inner glimpse of the band. Of course, now um, with with the digital age, now a lot of that is in video format. So you can go onto YouTube and you can watch shows that you wouldn't necessarily otherwise get to see. But um, you don't get to hold it. I don't know. It's just different. And so uh, a few weeks ago, uh, or two weeks ago, maybe we were. We were we we took a drive. You had like an eye appointment, and and we took a drive, and and while we were there, we went to a record shop, and yeah, and I was um, the one begging to go to. You it. were you were begging to go, and I think you know you had never experienced that. I used to go every other Friday when I get paid, and I would spend about twenty five percent of my paycheck on albums, <laughs> and so um, the contrast of that is, you know, um, wow, you can just type it in your browser bar and you can find you can find whatever you want to listen to just about and you'll be able to find it and listen to it um older stuff sometimes is a little harder to find but uh but yeah i think we took that for granted and um but now you've got to experience it so you know what for you paul like you've never known like the non-existence of itunes or Spotify, and we'll just talk about those two. Um, so, for you, how does it compare to just walk into a music store and walk around and touch, and versus like you can just go on your phone and pull it up? Um, what was that like for you the first time? I think, I think it was like kind of weird because I'm like. This is 2022. Why? <laughs> Why is the shop still open? Yeah. Well, but, I mean, a lot of the reason the shop is still open is because I think in the past five to ten years, people have started really realizing what what we were missing. And um, the price, I mean, the price of like vinyl yeah. now versus what it was um, is is crazy. And, and I I haven't gotten much into vinyl yet. I actually bought two records there the other day. Um, and part of the reason I bought them, um, I bought, I'll, I'll just share what I bought. It's Colorado Folk and Colorado Folk too. And part of the reason I bought those is I love folk music, but um, I used to live in Colorado. And so um, I was like, that's kind of cool because I, I don't have any music necessarily from there especially like classic folk. And so that's part of the reason I bought them. And they were, you know, four bucks or something like that. Do you want me to go get the one that I got? Okay. No, we're good. But what did you get? 
Um, I think I got a Beatles. Yeah, you got a Beatles record. And so yeah. that that's really cool. So um, I think if I can, well, let me, let me just ask you and then I'll give my take on it. What did you experience walking into a store, walking around, browsing, looking through, leafing through records or CDs or whatever that you don't experience online? It was kind of weird. Um, kind of cool, cause I found out a lot about a lot of bands. Yeah. Um, but like, I feel like on Spotify, if you just like look up a song, it's like really quick mm-hmm. and really easy. Yep. And um, just to put this out there, I only got a Beatles record, so I could hang it on my wall. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and and actually. Because that was your goal with that record, you were able to look in in like a section that was like these albums are in really bad condition, and so yeah. like they're not really meant to be played anymore because they probably won't play well. So you were able to find one uh, that was a Beatles album, and it was probably well used, well loved by someone, and then maybe someone else had it, and they just didn't take great care of it. So that's kind of sad, but yeah. Um. So yeah. So for me. <clears throat> when you're when you're just looking up things online um you're you're kind of you're kind of engaging a couple of your senses i suppose like your fingers like so touch um to a degree and you're kind of engaging your eyes because you're looking at the search results or whatever and you're you're engaging your ears a little bit and that's about it but but we have five senses, and so um, I think that's right. Right, we have five senses, and yes, like yes, twenty six. Oh, twenty six! Wow. I'm just no, I'm pretty sure we have five because there's a movie called The Sixth Sense. So yeah, I'm pretty sure we have five. So taste and smell are the other ones. So I didn't taste any records in the shop, but I didn't smell it. But actually, I was going to argue that when you walk into that shop, it smells like a record shop. It smells like a like a music store, and and I think that's part of what you lose with the digital experience is that you're not engaging as many of your senses, and those are significant. I mean, those are a significant part of the human experience is to just yeah. use our senses, and so you know I have a couple hundred CDs in this room, um, right in front of us here. Yeah. I can't necessarily smell them, um, but. Uh, but I can see them. I can leaf through them. You know, the, the the pages within and stuff, they would probably have a distinct smell to them and that sort of thing. But um, but anyway, it's just a different experience. Now, yeah. this is not beat up on Digital Music Day because on the flip side of that, for me, there are artists that I listen to because of the digital age of music that we're in um that aren't that they're not like digital music it's it's like you know legitimate like you know they're using legitimate instruments and that sort of thing but they're in fact some of my favorite music because i i have gotten to the point where i really dislike radio um sometimes it's it's there's just so many ads and 
I've learned enough over the years about the, the radio business and the music business that it kind of makes me sick that, you know, there's so many great artists out there that will never be heard. They will never get listened to because they will never, ever get radio time. They will never, ever, um, you know, get a big spot in, in some big publication or whatever because they're, they're just not, they're just not big. And, um, they weren't, they don't have the big deal with the big record company. And, uh, and so I'm not downplaying the fact that, you know, you know, people that get record deals are record deals are usually pretty talented. Um, now there are certainly a lot of exceptions because a lot of that has to do with who, you know, and, uh, politics or whatever else. But, um, some of my favorite artists now I would have never heard of if it weren't for Spotify, if it weren't for YouTube. And so, um, that for me, that benefits those artists, but also benefits yeah. me because it's, it's allowed me to expand, uh, my library of music. And so, um, a lot of the stuff I don't listen to, um, or a lot of stuff that, uh, that I used to listen to, I don't listen to anymore because, because it was just stuff I was being fed. Um, but now like, I feel like a little more of the power is in my hands to explore the entire world of music, I guess. And, uh, I can search for whatever I can search for. And then sometimes as well, I choose those, those playlists, uh, like on Spotify, especially cause I, I'm a big Spotify listener. Um, you know, sometimes they give me songs that they think I might like. And some of my favorite artists that I listen to today are artists that I found that way because I was introduced to something that I might like, and I'd probably never heard of. And, um, so anyway, there's definitely, uh, pros and cons to both. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's just an entirely different experience. And it's, yeah. uh, I'm glad to see, first of all, that some record shops still exist. Like, I'm glad to see that because they don't seem to where we live, but we were in a different town and I think there were two or three uh shops to choose from we just we just went to one um it was really cool um i don't know it was it was just a good experience and um yeah i mean overall if you could choose like what what do you prefer between the two i prefer spotify you prefer spotify yeah it's it's easier right yeah it's easier. Yeah. Because, like, I found a lot of the bands that I listen to from Spotify, like... Sure. When you go to the artist page... Sure. And it's, like, fans also like... Yeah. So, if Spotify... Because I've seen this in my in my time. I've been on this earth for 43 years. Things come and they go. Um, I've seen uh, Napster come and go. And Napster is just, like, that's a whole different thing. What's Napster? Uh, we can talk about Napster later, but okay. that's that's a whole different conversation. But things come and go. And so I'm not convinced that Spotify will always be a thing. I'm not con <laughs> you give me like a strange look like of course it will. Like but things things go away. Like I you know, like 
I, I saw MySpace come and go. Like, I think it might still exist. I think but it's, it's back. But it's not. It's, I mean, if it's relevant, that's being really generous. If it's relevant at all anymore. But um, I'm just saying things come and go. So um, I've seen uh, internet browsers come and go. Uh, even though the internet is still relatively new, uh, I've seen those things come and go. So all I'm saying is... Um, if Spotify, if Spotify ever goes by the wayside, of course there will be some other competitor that's probably taken over that's probably going to own that marketplace. But, um, we can't put all of our eggs in one basket. We can't only, uh, consume digital music because I think it's still important to go to a brick and mortar store and, and, and have a relationship with the person that works there and have those in-person interactions. I still think that's super important. And another thing that we didn't bring into this conversation because it's not, it's not the same type of consumption, but man, live music, like we, like there's some really cool options and, and we took advantage of some of those during COVID where you could like watch a live concert from home in your living room. And there were things I really liked about that. But it's certainly not the same. And yeah. um, I would never want to see in-person live music completely go away. Even though I like that we have the option of watching it um, through mandolin or, or whatever other um, providers there are out there that, that do online concerts. I would never want to see that go away completely. Um, to, to go away completely from live music. I... I just don't think it would, for the musicians themselves, I just don't think it would be very enjoyable to only have that experience. And so I think, I think there's a place for both. And I think there's, there's a good way to have some balance there. Um, of course, it's going to be easier, more convenient um, to choose some of the digital methods. But it's, it's pretty fun looking through these old CD cases of mine and just seeing, wow, when I, when I listen to them on Spotify, I don't get the same experience as when I listen to the CD or when I, or when yeah. I look through the, the content they, that they took time to create and provide. So, um, yeah, anyway, we're not trying to open a can of worms here. Um, I just wanted to, to talk about that because for me, it was like, wow, Paul's been on this earth for 12 years now and he's almost never 13. almost 13 and he's never been in a record a record store till now and i was like wow that was so different from my growing up just that yeah. that aspect of music so i'll be 13 when this releases you will be yeah that's awesome we might even record on my birthday birthday episode i doubt it i mean we might but that's yeah we probably won't because <laughs> there will be a lot going on that day but um but anyway hey we appreciate you guys. Let us know what you think. Um, like we'll we'll put some we'll put some questions at the end of this episode for sure. Uh, if you're listening uh, on Spotify or, or Anchor, I think you'll be able to engage with those. We want to hear from you. Like what what do you miss or what do you miss out on by consuming only digital content or only digital music uh, versus what you used to experience by by going into the the uh the store or you know maybe we'd maybe we'd like to hear too like what what type of concert do you prefer listening in your 
in your living room or do you like going to the show? Um, so um, anyway, it's it's an interesting conversation. Uh, but at the end of the day, I think I, I would just hold like it's good to not only do one of those, to not just choose one of those. Because I think that that personal interaction with ourselves and others is is really important, but also ourselves and the artists themselves. So I think that's really important. So, well, Paul, um, how can they continue to listen to us here? I think we told them at the beginning of the episode, but Google, Google Podcast, Apple, Apple Podcast, Spotify, Spotify, and drumroll, please. Anchor. Anchor.fm. Yeah, so so listen to us and um, let us know if if when we uh, are, are talking about going video format sometime in the near future, we don't know exactly when, are you going to prefer uh, listening that way or watching that way or are you going to still prefer uh, just the audio? So that, that'd be kind of cool to hear from you guys on. But, um, yeah. but anyway... Uh, We hope you have a great day and we will talk to you soon.